2: This is The Joe Ingle Show (coughs) with DJ and PK. Who? On 97.5, 1280, The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. The Joe Ingle Show is brought to you by your hardworking friends at Mountainland Supply. For all your plumbing and irrigation needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com. Joe, good morning. Good morning. (laughs) I was going to say, y'all rested, y'all relaxed. You sound slightly caffeinated, to be honest with you.
0: No, I literally, my alarm went off probably 10 minutes ago. and I literally walked out of my bed, turned my coffee machine on, which just ticked over to the right uh, temperature. Um, and now I'm just sitting on my bed, <laughs> wait, waiting for you guys to leave me alone so I can make my coffee.
1: <laughs> well, Joel, you know, my father told me, you know, you get paid honest day's work for an honest day's pay. Do you feel guilty, man? Because you're, you're only like working half a day these days during games. What's going on? Half a day. I've been working about two hours a day for 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> well, half a game
0: then. Come on, man. I know, I know for the last 15 years I've been very, very lucky to, to do what I do to make a lot of money.
1: So, um, yeah. You ready? Ready when postseason starts to get the minutes back up?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean obviously I we'll just do what I'm told, and um, we're not in the, the meetings or the, um, the the numbers guys that, that, that put the numbers together of how much is it, it, a good amount to play or not to play or, or to practice. Um, we're, we've got practice right after after this call um, this morning, so um, same kind of thing. We, we Get pulled in and out of practice um, as well and obviously we've we've got people in place that make those decisions that's definitely definitely not coming from me um, so we obviously just kind of do what we we are told to do more or less
2: <laughs> so do you get to lobby Quinn at all you've got a long consecutive street game going I mean he could break that telling you what to do do you tell him come on give me 15 minutes I can I can help these young no, guys yeah. improve
0: yeah no, he's um it, it's funny because obviously the other game we, we had a couple guys actually a little bit banged up and um, so they obviously didn't... I think I was the only starter that played or someone else might have, but um, I actually didn't even... There was no... <laughs> there was no conversation with me about um, what the plan was. I just got told I was, I was playing and probably going to play a little bit less, but I was definitely going to play and I think that's just... Um, I mean, I, I want to play. I, I don't want to see that. Um, I think we've kind of had this, we've talked about this a little bit on on the show before, but I just don't, um, not that I don't believe in like, resting or anything like that, right? but if, obviously if I am if I feel healthy and I feel like I, I, I can help our team if it's uh, 10 minutes or if it's uh, 40 minutes, I obviously want to be out there. Quinn knows that and, and respects that. and. Uh, so I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be out there regardless. I actually had a I did an interview yesterday with someone about something else, and it and it came up and it came up that obviously guys have have rested and stuff like that, and my thoughts on it. And um, I had said that basically that it, it, even with this situation with the, the virtual fans and um, like League Pass or, or however else you can watch at the moment, ESPN. Um, but I know being a part of an NBA team there's or well, a part of the jazz everybody's really watching Donovan and Rudy like I know that they're the face of our organisation but I know somewhere in the world or some virtual fan has paid money to watch me like I know there's at least one person that wants to watch me play <laughs> maybe it's family maybe it's friends maybe it's a kid who's um. I don't know why but I'm his favourite player because there's way better players than me but that, that one person I, I want to, you know, it might be the one time they can afford to to, to to watch or to get on the virtual fan or buy a league pass for one game and they want to watch me play or, or come to Vivint when when we are in, in the stadium, come to Vivint and it's, their parents have saved up their money to, to go to one game and maybe somehow or some silly reason I'm his favourite player and, and he wants to watch me play. So I want to be out there as um, every game that's just a, a part of how I've always played.
1: So we've seen as a team and you individually, the shots are going in more. Uh, is that a matter of man, just, uh, well, of course they're going to go in. If they weren't going in before, they'll go in. So you have the uh, you know, shooting percentages are what they are. So if you miss a few, then they make a few. Or how much is it is more so maybe the team and everybody individually getting more comfortable playing in this environment in the bubble, playing more comfortable without Bogdanovich, or maybe a combination of all that stuff?
0: Yeah, honestly, I think a, a little bit of all those things you said um, put together, I think we, again, <laughs> like the, the rest and the numbers of that, obviously, there's a lot of analytics and stuff in basketball now, and um, a part of that is shooting too. Like, if, you, if you're you a 40% shooter, more or less, if you shoot enough shots over a long period of time, you, you're going to shoot, give or take your, your percentage, and um I think the the different thing with our team shooting, too, is we we don't take bad shots. We're not. I mean, it might happen every now and then. I think, obviously, it happens with every team at at some time of of the season or whatever. But if you look at it over, say, these seven games or whatever we've played here, like the amount of shots that. I mean, maybe you guys would look at them differently, um, not knowing what we're trying to do or whatever it is. But I, I think even fans and jazz fans that have watched us for a little while would sit there and be like, man, these, but like, we don't take bad shots. We don't have guys taking shots that are crazy. Um, we know the system. We know what shots we're trying to get, when to take them. Um, tells everyone individually kind of not when, when, or whatever to shoot, but different times. There's obviously different guys that are had more leeway than others and stuff like that. So we, we all kind of know our roles, I guess. And, um, all those things, getting used to not fans. We were talking about it the other day with um, like not having fans and guys that aren't suiters, the guys that feel that pressure of the crowd and all that, like it's easier for them because there's no pressure. There's no one in the crowd. There's five people in the, the crowd helping clean the floor and whatever. So, um, yeah, all those things combined, I think, play a part in us just being more comfortable and... Um, uh, the, the biggest one for me is just shooting our shots. at Like if you're open, shooter, If we run a set and you get the ball and it's where you want it to. It. If, if you're not, obviously move the ball or, or make a play. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's definitely becoming more comfortable all around.
2: I'm curious with the young guys, uh, what has really impressed you? What can we watch? I always hear from NBA coaches and scouts, like, bring – one skill that can really help the team. If you have one thing you're really good at rebounding, shooting, defending, whatever it is if you have one big time NBA skill you can help the team. And I know you're that's generally going to be supportive of all the young guys because that's how you always are when you come on but as you practice with these guys you probably have thought hey this guy can do this one thing. He does it really well. Kind of yeah, educate the fans yeah. a little bit. What are these young guys bringing?
0: Yeah, I think first and foremost, the the energy and stuff like that is um, is pretty unreal, especially at my age and stuff. I look at them running around. I'm like, I don't know how you guys do that because I cannot do that. Um, But I actually had that. What you said at the start of it, I've had that conversation with a few of them. Of like, you look around the league, and there's 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 only a very kind of handful of players that are are kind of doing a bit of everything or are great at several things Um, to break a team, to break a a rotation and then a starting five or whatever your kind of goal is or or what you want to get out of your career. It's exactly what you said. Like you need to be unbelievable at, at something like really good at something. And then, some, I think depending on how good, like if you say I'm the best defender in the league, like you can you be in a starting five and probably any team. If you can add like three corner corner threes, if you can add pick and roll, if you can add like whatever that is, but if you've got one thing, like you said, it's it goes a long way to, to kind of, get, I think like opening the door and then you can kind of build on it and build on it. And I think um, I've had that conversation with a few of our young guys, like, hey, if you want to make this team or, like right now, if you were to play, like your role is going to be this. Like uh, I've said it to, uh I think the the two that have played the most is probably Mie and and uh, and Rajon, kind of consistently here. Um, and for them, it's like we don't we don't need you doing too much. Like uh, obviously, if you get an opportunity to to, to play pick roles, role, to, like that's we we no one's going to run over and take the ball out of your hands. But they know their role. Like come in and. They're going to get a chance on the best player to defend them for a little bit, or they're going to be whatever it is, and so so be really solid defensively. Um, obviously, rebound and, and close the possession, and then I was about to swear then then get out get out and sprint to the corners or, or sprint the lanes, and um, or if they rebound, they're they're bringing it up. We're, we're a pretty versatile team with that, so um, and I think so. For, for like if you look at one of them, like just say Mie, for example, like if he's he's in there with three of the starters or two of the like he, he his biggest asset to what he can bring to us is that energy and that like getting up and defending and uh, he did a really good job on um, DeRozan the other day when we played the Spurs and stayed down in his shot face he stays down in his shot face he out around the floor hits a couple threes of the, the, the shots we want like swing swing suitable like it doesn't really matter who it is at that stage probably Rudy Rudy's probably the only one that's not shooting threes in our team right now um and they've they've all done, and not to, to kind of just name those two or whatever. But they've all all the guys that have come in have have played their role and and not try to do too much, um, and not try to kind of not exist out there. They've all tried to do it. They kind of stand their, their authority on the game a little bit in, in their own individual way. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been really good. They've, they've all played well. When they've played together as a group of five or whatever it's been, or with like one or I of them there with
1: with the starters,
0: it's been, uh, it's
1: been good. So watching Donovan the other day was sure a lot of fun against the Nuggets, man. He was sensational. And I got a theory I want to run it by you and tell me if it makes any sense to you. <laughs> I know. I, I'm th- I, I got that, and I, I was thinking about this all week, and I, and I voiced it. On the air earlier in the week, but I want to get your thought on it He's obviously decided that he's going to be socially active And he's going to speak up, he's going to be on social media And he's going to wear a bulletproof vest We all know what he's done He came out when, I don't know how much you're following American politics But the Democratic Party, Joe Biden, announced a, a running mate And Donovan had something to say on that on Twitter So whether you like it or not, that's not the point the point is that he's stepped up his game from that perspective. Now, if you want your voice to be heard, well, who's the loudest voice we have in the league? Well, it's LeBron because he's been viewed as the best player for 10 years. So my theory is if you want to be uh, an activist, great. So so be it if that's what you want to do. If you don't want to do it, that's fine too. But if you want to do it, you got to have the game on the court to back it up because nobody's going to somebody who's getting 10 minutes a game and asking them what their political beliefs are. And if you want that avenue, you got to have the game to match it. So if you're a Jazz fan, it's good news to have him do this other stuff because now he's got to put up or shut up basically out on the floor. And I think we've seen this in in Orlando. I mean, he was sensational in so many clutch situations. So from the Jazz perspective, in terms of having them win – He's put himself out there. Now he's got to get the game to match the voice. You buy that theory? Well, <laughs> like yes, yes, and no. I guess I, I agree with
0: with a lot of it. I think, uh, regardless of, especially obviously, Donovan's platform is what it is now because of what he'd done previous to the game you're talking about, or getting to, to this bubble, or, or whatever it is. Um, and I think, um, regardless of, obviously, he, uh, for me in my mind, like he, he's always going to play well. Like he might not have, he might not have thirty points, but he's got eight assists and he's got really, like there's a lot. There's more good games than not from Donovan, and, and not just scoring. And that's what what we expect from him. Like if you're not having a good night of scoring, then get guys involved. So uh, that is what it is. Uh, I think, like you said, with. Um, him, him talking about all the issues that he's he's talked about. You, you've got to, you've got to be, you've got to be really intelligent, and you've got to really know what you're talking about. Otherwise, people are just going to think you're full of dog poo poo. And he's done a, I think he's done a really good job, and that's from a guy who, again, from a few weeks ago, like I'm not from here, I don't know probably as much as what I should or or what I could know, and, and I've done sat down with him. I've sat down with other people. I've listened to my team. I've listened to, I've read articles, all that. But once you, once you start voicing that, like you said, like you, you've got to be <laughs> locked in and, and, and know what you're talking about at the right time. And like you said, if, if you're going to tweet something about Biden and, you know, like you've got to know what you're talking about because there's a lot of people out there that don't play basketball that do know what they're talking about. Like just regular people. I'm saying not, not people in the office or people in just a, just regular baby basketball fans that, that know exactly what they're talking about and the point they're trying to get across and whether they believe it's right or wrong or, or whatever it is. So I think he's done a, uh, especially at his age, to to take that kind of responsibility and, and, and run with it. And and I think he's done an unbelievable job and I think he, that's why it, it kind of makes him sad a, a little bit with like reading some of the comments that they put on, on his stuff or on, on the team stuff um, about him or about the, the issues or, or about not supporting the jazz, like stuff like that. And it's, um, it, it's kind of sad. Because uh, I don't want to get kind of too deep into it on a Thursday morning, but, um, just the, the, the obviously the intentions of it, and stuff like that. And it's still coming out, that it's that we're doing a, a bad thing or that we're not, that we're disrespecting the flag and stuff like that. And obviously it's absolutely no part of that. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, proud of Donovan to be be his teammate and for him to stand up for what he stood up for. And um, and yeah, like you said, it it definitely kind of, I guess, helps. um, But you also, like you said, you've got to put your money where your mouth is and you've got to, at the end of the day, the stress or the pressure or or whatever it is that you're feeling with, with taking on these issues he's still got to go out there and, and play really good basketball. Um, and he, he's done an unbelievable job, obviously small sample size of of that, but, but I I just don't see, it doesn't affect him. People can say that what they want, like as an NBA player or an ASL player, or I mean, you guys probably get it. Like if you, if you don't have thick skin of, you guys have opinion. I've listened to the show twice on those two drives in and, like, you guys have opinions of things and you guys talk about things and, if, and people are going to disagree with you. And if you're getting your feelings about it and, and stuff like that, then then it can be a long day or a long week or a long month. And um, he, he does a good job, a really good job of, of standing up for what he believes in, first and foremost, and then not letting it affect him when, when people obviously either disagree with him or attack him. Um, he he kind of, not laughed it off, but that... Kind of analyzes, kind of lasted it off, and, and goes and plays basketball, um, and does a, a hell of a job of, of both of those. I think
2: the best part isn't when they uh, rip you or when they tell you something that you've literally lived for 30 years. Uh, the mm-hmm. best part is when you talk about something for a long time, and then they summarize it in 140 characters and don't summarize it spot on. Because how can you, you know, summarize some of these issues, you know, in I still three think sentences. One of the... Yeah. Like, okay. I still think
0: one of the the greatest and we try to do it i think it was last year with with uh with f a udo and a few of us we we'd try to uh, i guess had ideas but like and i still would i don't know if, it, if it's possible i don't know if it's something that isn't meant to be told that because we, we didn't get it done but having having like an open forum type like if can you like imagine if if donovan myself I don't know who else, five or six athletes from the from the Jazz Steve Starks, whoever it is and had like an open when sat in the middle of and had it sold out or well, not selling tickets but had people come and listen and listen to these stories, like I was saying before last week, really? like they listened to some of these stories if guys were, were open to telling them, hear it from their perspective, see the faces of, of pain and, and fear mm-hmm. and Sadness and stuff like that when they're talking about it, and um, we'd we'd brought it up a couple of times about potentially. Obviously, it's it's very hard, especially with with the world now and stuff like that. But um, I think it could be something really powerful one day if we can, um, whenever the day is that we can sell out Vivian again, um, or not just there somewhere else, whatever. But just just having that open discussion so they can hear it and like. There's a lot I honestly believe there's a lot of people that just don't care they're not gonna gonna listen or, or want to listen um, but there's also a lot of people out there that are going to listen to donovan Mitchell like we were saying before like he has that voice uh, um yeah hopefully hopefully people understand the, the reasons behind what what the NBA is doing and, and what the jazz players are doing
2: well, you have pretty good access to a radio station and a TV station if you really want to do it cuz you can't put 20,000 people in an arena right now or 18,000 <laughs> right
0: But I'd uh getting more trouble for trying to do that. Yeah, <laughs> right.
2: Yeah. But uh you I'm serious, Joe, you do have that. And you know, if your teammates want to do that, the the, the radio station and TV station I work at, I I'm sure would be give you a platform yeah. to tell those
1: I just,
0: I tell like those stories unedited. It's so much more in person, it's so much more powerful, but I understand obviously, with the world at the moment that's who knows how long that would be we um,
2: we, we know we got to cut you loose because you do have to go to practice you weren't kidding about that but they're opening the bubble to to friends and family here with some of the teams leaving here in a couple of days there'll be more space and bring people in are your wife and kids going to come down or no?
0: Uh, not right now um, obviously we've Renee's 25 weeks pregnant now and um, Jake is still doing therapy and stuff like that so we, we honestly haven't haven't talked about it um, but we'll, we'll kind of see what happens but I just don't it's a lot more effort to kind of get him here um, get him like get Jacob resituated, and he's he, like I said he's doing really well in therapy at the moment it's something you don't want to kind of mess with a little bit um, as much as I would love to see him but um, yeah we'll, just, we'll see maybe for a few days or something like that if they're still out of comfort they've got a quarantine as well and I don't really want my kids quarantining in a hotel room, even if it is only a few days or something like that. It's tough enough at, at home full-time, never mind uh, in a hotel. So um, uh, I doubt it, but, but we'll see what happens.
2: Thanks, Joe. We appreciate it. And we we'll look no forward worries. to uh, seeing you in the game.
0: Appreciate it. Thanks, guys.